All right, let's do it. Starting with Chris Olave. Now, he suffered a concussion during the game, and as a result, we have seen a few players come back at just one week, but most likely he would be out week 13, returning week 14 with no dip in his productivity. Then we have Miles Garrett. He said he heard a pop or felt a pop in his shoulder. He'll get an MRI today. Now, the key question when this happens is usually it's a partial dislocation of the shoulder. Now, the question is what's torn or broken? Sometimes you can have a fracture, and that's probably what happened to Deshaun Watson. Most of those cases put you out for the year for surgery. Now, if he doesn't have a fracture there, usually there's basically a tear tear of the soft tissue structure called labrum and that would allow him usually to play in about a week so miles garrett mri pending if there's no fracture good chance to that he does not miss time amari cooper now this one looked like a pretty severe hit to the ribs and he got x-rays which were negative which is good news in most cases there's a pretty serious chest contusion or rib contusion here and players are generally able to play the following week, but with some sort of performance hit around about 15% for wide receivers. Justin Jefferson, he is his team is suiting up tonight. He is still in doubt. He's questionable per the reports. Now, the way they've managed Justin Jefferson, we would have pretty strongly suspected that they would have had him do at least one full practice before fully returning him and he hasn't yet logged that so we're leaning towards Justin Jefferson sitting tonight and coming back week 14 after the bye. Cooper Cup didn't look like himself he did have several targets but not a huge amount of production against a relatively weak secondary. Cooper Cup ankle this does look like he may have re-aggravated it during the game he was limping again early on so this is the type of thing that probably doesn't keep players out in most cases, but may impact his target number over the next week with a return to baseline cup performance, probably week 14 or 15. Then we have Damian Pierce. Now he returned, he only had five carries for 2.8 yards per carry. This is not really atypical considering it's a it was a high ankle and a at least moderate severity one based on his timeline. So with Damian Pierce, what you generally see is an improvement over the course of about the next three games back to his baseline efficiency. And similar story with Deontay Foreman. He was out this week with a re-aggravated low ankle sprain. And what you'll probably see with Deontay Foreman is a ramp up in his touches over the course of two to three games, especially because they have a deep backfield in Chicago. Then Minka Fitzpatrick, he missed this week, but has a very good chance to return in week 13. We'll be watching his practice reports closely. Most likely what we'll be looking for is three limited practices, in which case he'd have about a two-thirds chance of returning. Kenneth Walker, he missed the game which is a pretty tough ask to have somebody try to play on the Thursday after sustaining a, an oblique injury. These usually don't affect performance that much when players return, and the average on them is about one to two weeks. So Kenneth Walker does have a good chance to be out there 
in week 13. The key, though, is that running backs do tend to see fewer touches their first game back. And of course, they have somebody who they invested in heavily in Charbonnet. So we are imagining that Kenneth Walker comes back, looks like himself on a per-touch basis, but not probably the, the same workhorse load that you're used to. <clears throat> then Devon Achan, now he is dealing with what looked like a relatively mild re-aggravation of his prior MCL sprain. And the good news on this is that Achan projects to probably return this week. They've been pretty conservative about how they managed him so far. And that's not unreasonable considering he's he's young. They're in position for actually the one seed right now. And so with Achan, you you do the data would predict him coming back. Most players would come back this coming week. But it just remains in question how the Dolphins will manage it. So we'll know a lot more from their practice reports. He already logged a series of limited practices going into this week's game, but still missed. So we're thinking that he needs at least one full practice prior to returning. Aaron Jones looked like he had a pretty severe MCL sprain. Average on these is two to three weeks. They didn't put him on IR, which is important because it means they think they he'll have a chance to come back by that fourth game. And that's kind of what we're leaning towards, probably missing two to three weeks, coming back right after that. T. Higgins, he has been out now for three weeks, and he hasn't shown any indication that he's on his way back. He hasn't started practicing yet. We do think he will start practicing this week. If he is suiting up for practice on Wednesday in a limited fashion, it bodes well for his chances to play this coming weekend. But with T. Higgins, we'll have to really just follow that practice report and see where he goes. When wide receivers come back from a pretty moderate severity or, or higher severity hamstring, they do tend to have an efficiency dip per touch. Luke Musgrave is on the IR, and that, of course, means four games out. In addition, you these kidney lacerations, these aren't the type of injuries that would have performance impacts. We don't have a huge ton of data on them, but the data we do suggest that they don't have lasting performance impacts on players, which is of course good news. But with Musgrave, we will have to monitor this because it's not a guarantee that it's a four-week injury. Dallas Goddard, we're very strongly expecting a week 14 return here. And the reason being that they have the buy plus they have three weeks, uh, three games that he probably will miss. And that would put him at five weeks from his week nine injury. Now, the average timeline on these fractures is five to seven weeks. And so five is pretty aggressive, but they are, of course, suiting up for a long playoff run. And we are thinking that that's why they didn't put him on the IR. So Dallas Goddard, we do expect to see him back relatively soon now. Demario Douglas was injured and left the game yesterday but did not have a concussion per the reports so if that's truly the case then we are expecting him to suit up week 13. cam robinson left the game with a pretty real looking knee injury he was very upset on the sideline and didn't really show any signs that he was close to returning so with that alone you couldn't really tell on video what his knee what type of injury his knee sustained but with his reaction 
we are expecting a multi-week absence here on the average of two to three weeks. Titus Howard, he is dealing with a knee injury that sounds less severe. They're going to get an MRI today and then we'll really know. But with Titus Howard, I think he has a chance to play but in week 13, but we'll just have to follow his practice reports pretty closely. Fletcher Cox left with a groin strain. These are hard injuries to deal with, especially in wet conditions. And so Fletcher Cox, as a result, he left, and the average on these would be the one to two weeks. So most players would miss, but the Eagles are pretty aggressive about returning people fast. So we'll see how he go, how he does. Again, most players would miss this coming week. Dorian Thompson-Robinson left the game with a concussion. Average on this would be one week out, and then quarterbacks return the following week on average with no performance dip. Again, as we discussed with Olave, we have seen a few players recently clear the protocol in just one week, but again, that would still be an outlier. Michael Wilson, he has not been practicing. He has a shoulder injury that kept him out now a couple weeks, and Michael Wilson does project to return relatively soon because the average shoulder injury is being three weeks out would be an outlier. So we'll see where he goes from here, but but we'll know a little more from the practice reports on this one as well. Darren Waller, he is eligible to return week 14. We think this one might end up being delayed because he's older, because he's had a history of now three severe hamstrings, including at least two this year, and multiple soft tissue injuries on top of it. So Darren Waller returning in a rush to a bad Giants team doesn't really make sense. So we'll, we'll see how he does, we'll pro, but we'll expect this one to be a little bit longer than week 14. Rashid Shahid left the game with what sounds like a mild quad strain. Average timeline, one to two weeks, but these vary in terms of severity. So we'll see where Shahid goes based on his practice reports. They'll probably get an MRI today and we'll know a little more. Michael Thomas, he and Marshawn Lattimore actually, both a pair of Saints that are on the IR, the, they're likely out four weeks. Lattimore is the more concerning injury here. With, with Lattimore, the thing to keep in mind is that defensive back is all about reaction and cutting, but not planned cutting. So it's a little different than a wide receiver returning from a knee or, in Marshawn Lattimore's case, a high ankle injury. These are very tough. They do cause performance hits when players do return. So... Marshawn Lattimore probably back after the four weeks, but usually not quite himself for six. Then Noah Brown, he is dealing with a knee injury that kept him out now two weeks. He didn't practice at all this past week. The average without having a lot of information is about two weeks. So Noah Brown has a good chance by that data to come back this coming week. Again, he'll be very determined by practice reports and Hopefully, we'll log at least three limited sessions, which would give him a good chance to return. And then last but not least, we have Lane Johnson. He was sent out of uh, this game before he suited up, and this was a last-minute addition to the report. They already got an MRI showing basically inflammation, so the area is strained in his groin. Interestingly, he did play last year with a groin injury, and he's one of the best O-linemen in the game, so you would have thought they would really try to push him out there if, if at all possible. 
But again, I think it's similar to what we talked about with Fletcher Cox. Wet conditions are very tough for growing strains. And the average timeline doesn't take that long on these. So we do think Lane Johnson has a good chance to return this coming week. And that's all for now, so I'll kick it back over.